A lot of people say they don't read the Bible because they don't understand it. And as a Christian, I feel like it's my duty to explain it to you. Welcome to the Ghetto Bible Tales. I'm your host, Jerrica. And here at the Ghetto Bible Tales, we retell Bible stories and discuss biblical themes in a comical yet understandable way. We're going to laugh, but we're going to learn too. So strap on your seatbelt, pop yourself some popcorn, and let's do this. y'all it's your girl jerica and i am back with yet another ghetto bible tale today we're gonna discuss the woman with the alabaster box so get ready for this one all right y'all now if you are a frequent watcher of the ghetto bible tales you already know what i'm about to say before we can get into this story we must first discuss rules of context Yes, um, I have a video dedicated to a deeper dive into the rules of context. I will leave a link to that video in the description box. But anyway, we're going to run through them real fast. Rule number one is language. The Bible wasn't originally written in English. It was originally written in ancient Hebrew and ancient Greek. You should consider that when you're reading it. Um, rule number two is history and culture. The history and culture of the Bible is of ancient Israel. Please don't apply your modern day culture to the Bible. It will be impossible for you to understand it if you do that. Um, the third rule is reading the Bible as a whole. Take the Bible for what it is, beginning to end, Genesis to Revelation. And the final rule of context is the Holy Spirit. Without the Lord God bestowing his Holy Spirit upon you, you will never understand this Bible. So I implore you to talk to the Lord. Ask him for his Holy Spirit because it is an excellent teacher. Once you gain understanding of those rules, we can continue on in our story. The story of the woman with the alabaster box takes place in Luke chapter 7 verses 36 through 50. So you can go read that. You pause this video and go read that and then come back. Um, But anyway, so... Um, and Luke, starting at Luke 7, verse 36, we see Jesus going to a Pharisee's house for dinner. Um, this Pharisee, his name is Simon, and a Pharisee is a high priest, for those of you that don't know what that is. Um, while Jesus is at this man's house, a woman shows up, and she um, stands behind him, and she starts crying. And well, she's kneeling behind him, and she starts crying. Her tears uh, start to get on his feet, and when his t- when her tears touch his feet, she starts to wash it off with her hair, and then she starts to kiss his feet, and then she anoints his feet with uh, the perfume that's in the alabaster box that she has. Um, the Bible says that this oil that she's putting on his feet, oil, perfume, whatever you want to call it, that she put on his feet, is worth a year's worth of wages. I don't know how much y'all make a year, but that's a lot of money to be putting on somebody's feet. <laughs> but anyway, 
So Simon the Pharisee, he sees Jesus allowing this woman to kiss his feet, to touch him, to 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 wipe his feet off. And he begins to question his legitimacy as a prophet because he was like, that woman, like if he a real prophet, he would know that that woman is not clean. Like she is a hoe and he letting her touch him like why is he he ain't supposed to let her touch him so apparently this woman is a, a known sinner so obviously she had a reputation but what i don't understand is they're not out like in public they at this man's house um sir how she get in the house <laughs> like this is just my question to the pharisee like you, you just let random people come to your house or like I don't know, like, how she managed to get into... Like, they ain't at church. They're not out in the streets. They are at this man's house for dinner. I think the disciples are there, too. They're at this man... But they at this man's house, though. They ain't at church. So, I mean, you let her in your house? She had to knock on the door to get in there? Unless you... You ain't got no door. (laughs) But, I mean... Who is... Why he letting that woman touch him? Well, why you let her in your house? If you felt like she was that bad. But anyway, I digress. Let's continue on. Jesus overhears this, overhears Simon whispering to somebody else about the fact that Jesus letting this, this, this whore touch him. And Jesus uh, begins to teach in a parable. He teaches a parable. And the parable is about a creditor and two debtors. He says, one owed 500 denarii and the other owed 50. When they couldn't pay him back, he forgave both of their debts. Then Jesus asked the um the Pharisee, he was like, so which one of them will love the creditor more? And Simon said, well, I guess the one he gave, he forgave uh, the more of. So basically, the one who had the most debt would love him more. And Jesus said, correct, you're right. So the parable was meant to illustrate that the more we are forgiven, the more we should love. So since Simon out here calling out this woman's sins and what she didn't do and what she do and this, that, and the third, Jesus decided to give him a dose of his own medicine. Cause Jesus was like, this woman, she came up in him. She washed my feet. She kissed me. She anointed my feet. And you the host, you invited me over here for dinner and you ain't done nothing. You ain't shake my hand. You ain't, um, you didn't, uh, anoint my feet. You didn't kiss, you didn't kiss me. You didn't hug me. You didn't, you you didn't give me no water to wash my hands. You didn't do nothing as the host. So how can you talk about this woman who has repeatedly showed me love since she walked into the building? Something you have failed to do, even though you invited me here. He then tells the women that her sins are forgiven, for there are many. And, and, and he said the reason that her sins are forgiven is because she has loved. She has loved much. And to whom little is forgiven, loves little. So Simon saw her as a sinner only. Jesus saw her love and 
and he he saw her love as well as her humbly seeking forgiveness. Like honestly, she didn't even she never even said out loud, Lord, forgive me or nothing like that. But Jesus saw her love through how she presented herself to him, how she humbly came before him. Her soul cried out to Jesus, and he said, You are forgiven because you have love. And what I love about this, what I love about Jesus, is that he did not turn her away. We live in a world where these high and mighty Christians often, too often, will turn people away because they deem a person's lifestyle wrong or this, that, and the third. And they feel like, oh, they don't need to be here. They don't need to be at church. They shouldn't have brought that. That's disrespectful to the Lord. Well, first of all, I don't know what the woman's lifestyle was, but clearly she had a bad reputation because Simon knew who she was. But Jesus didn't turn her away. As a matter of fact, he praised her for humbly coming to him. And he told her her sins were forgiven for showing love. Don't you love how Jesus sees us for who we are and does not treat us the way we deserve? She came with an attitude of unworthiness. She came low. But in the end, Jesus elevated her. He was like, you forgiven because you love, sis. And he told her to go in peace. He said, you've been forgiven. You can go in peace. And I love that about Jesus. That's why I'm so happy that it's the Lord that is the final judge and not humans. Because I feel like this was a message to the church. The, the, the message is, number one, humble yourself before the Lord. Yes, I'm talking to you, church-going Christians. I'm talking to the, the believers of the God of, of Israel. I'm talking about the, the, the believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. Humble yourself before the Lord. Number two is move with love. Listen, stop treating people a certain way because of their lifestyles if they are coming to the house of the lord then that's god god has been calling out to them do not turn them away don't turn them away don't turn them away invite me in do not harden yourselves against sinners or elevate yourself as if you're better, church people, Christians. I'm talking to y'all. This is for y'all. Like I said, number one is humble yourselves before the Lord. Number two, move with love. Number three, do not harden yourself against sinners. Or elevate yourself as if you are better. Because honey, you're not any better. That was once you at one time. I don't know nobody that was born uh, right but Jesus. Everybody else, we... You you ain't no better. You ain't no better. Jesus put Simon in his place. Immediately. When Simon was talking mess about the woman that was uh, 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 putting the oil on Jesus' feet. Jesus put Simon in his place. And Simon was supposed to have been a, a Pharisee. He was a high priest. Jesus put him in his place. He said, you, wouldn't, you didn't even show me love when I walked in the building. And you got the audacity to talk about this woman who has not stopped showing me love since I came up in here. And you the host. And you the high priest. You supposed to know. Church people. Christians. You supposed to know how to show love. You supposed to know how to move in love. Why are y'all not showing love? Why are you not moving in love? Why are y'all so. Ugh. I'm sorry. Anyways. None of us are better than the other. None of us. 
We can be up here t- today and down here tomorrow. None of us, none of us are perfect. So I'm telling, this is my message to the church. This is my message to the Christians. Sit down. Be humble. Thank y'all for watching this video. That's the story of um the woman with the alabaster box. You can find that story in Luke chapter 7 verses 36 through 50. Um, Thank y'all for watching this video. Please like, comment, and subscribe to my channel. Please share the video with um, your family, your friends, your Bible study group, or whatever. Um, I just like to thank y'all for continuing to support me. Um, please go to getabobletales.com if you want to request a topic or ask a question. There's a request form there. You can do it there. I do read them. I do check my messages and emails. Um, but once again, I just want to thank y'all for watching. And like I said, church people, Christians, please, I, I, I'm begging you, just sit down and be humble. Sit down, be humble. Peace out, y'all. All Ghetto Bible Tale episodes are posted on YouTube simultaneously in video format. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow the show on all social media at Ghetto Bible Tales. Head on over to GhettoBibleTales.com and you can sign up for the mailing list so that you can be notified of updates and other things. You can also request topics or stories that you'd like for me to discuss on the show. Once again, I'm your host, Jerrica, and this has been the Ghetto Bible Tales. New episodes are posted every Wednesday and every Sunday. Peace.